Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece and with my co-host Samantha Tradelius. Samantha. Gosh, I'm just so excited. I'm hitting my watch on my desk. It's we're back. I feel like we've had a break and now here we are again. I know. Well, it's summer and uh, it's, it's always good for pauses in the summer. That's all right. Yeah. We, I feel- we connect, we catch our breath in the summer. Yeah. Life is crazy. And uh, it's nice to get back to uh, celebrating women doing amazing things. And today is no exception. You know, so we've talked to a lot of amazing women doing super cool things. But I think when you are a businesswoman and you are starting in a foreign country and then bringing that business to the U.S., that just adds an extra layer of uh, work and effort that uh, you have to deal with to be successful. So our guest today, Daria Chupris, uh, you are first of all what you're doing is super cool and and you you are um you do uh permanent cosmetics among other things but um you started you were first of all you were very early adopter of things like this and you started it in Greece which is your home country uh all the way back in 2009 actually actually my home country is uh, Belarus I was born in Belarus hi everyone (laughs) That's super cool. So when did you when did you go to when did you move to Greece? I moved when I was 18. I just finished my high school and uh, I had a Greek boyfriend and I moved to Greece. Yes. Which doesn't sound like a bad idea ever. Like, wait a minute, where do I sign up for that program? Um, but in, in 2009, you founded the first Lash Studio and Academy Studio and Academy in Greece. I feel like in 2009 to have a Lash Studio, like you were a super early adopter. Yes, of that. yes it was um, actually the how it all started when we got married. Uh, my husband told me, I don't want you to work for anyone. I want you to find uh, something to do that you can be your own boss. So we've been like on the research, what we can do. Like we were looking on all all different like options, like even like doing security Mm -hmm. doors, like store, you know, like so. And um, it wasn't like, you know, like some people like, oh, I was always in love with beauty or something, you know, it was just like, first step for me was I was looking somewhere that I can be my own boss and then um, I was traveling back to Belarus uh, to see my family and friends and my girlfriends they were wearing lash extensions and I was like what's that and they're like oh this is the new thing you know it's lash extensions and I was like I like the idea. I called my husband and I told him about that. I was like, I don't understand how it works, what it is, but I like because he likes, you know, something crazy, something new, you know, like, so I went back and I started researching and I found a um, company that were uh, manufacturing products and doing trainings in uh, in Europe, you know. So I went there for training, became their trainer eventually you know and I I started uh, uh, my career in beauty as a lash uh, artist and in Greece it was I love that the story though started with your husband saying you need to be your own boss like this is a smart man you have behind you yeah (laughs) my wife is amazing brilliant smart beautiful and the best way she's going to be successful is to answer only to herself 
So mm-hmm. I love that kind of support. Costas, yeah, he, 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 gets, he, uh, he gets a gold star from me. He does. We're going to give him a check mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been always supportive. And we kind of separate business. You know, I'm more creative. Uh, and he liked to control things. So like he found his niche, you know, like the accounting and, you know, like writing checks and doing the payments and all that, you know. And he's actually very artistic too, because he's doing permanent makeup with me. Which well, is and I think fantastic. it's interesting that his background is in art and business. What a perfect combination to have as a partner in a business that you didn't think you were like, you didn't grow up going, this is what I'm going to do. It's like, this is what I have stumbled in. And it seems amazing. And, and I'm going that direction. And his experience blends right into that. Mm -hmm. Yes. In general. Yeah. We are like a power couple. We started this trend in, uh, in us, you know, like uh, among the permanent makeup artists, they started to call us like a power couple because we're, there were not actually too many couples doing both permanent makeup and being both in business. So we kind of like inspired other artists. <laughs> and working with your spouse is not easy. I uh, have done it for years myself. And so it's, it can be amazing and it can be really challenging. So it's, yeah. it's amazing to be able to be creative and continue to grow um, because I know personally that it isn't always the easiest thing. So in addition to the lashes, then you kind of moved into brows and you've got. Uh, a yeah, really- then I, I, I was going to makeup school like for a year. We've been doing different like wedding uh, makeup and fashion shows and like Olympic uh, makeup. So I was into this creative mode, you know, like with the makeup. And then um, I was looking into permanent makeup. So. I went to this trade show in Italy where they had different booths exhibited in different brands and companies. And I saw they're doing microblading there and was like so new, like never heard about it, never saw it before I saw it there. And I really liked the result because the strokes compared to the other permanent makeup techniques, they were so much finer and so, so nicer. So I was like, I like it, you know, I find myself always be attracted to innovative things, you know, in general, like even with my products uh, that I'm designing, I will always want to bring something new to the table. And that's why, you know, like I got attracted to this technique because it was like, there were no name microblading back, back then, you know? So I went, uh, I, I was trained in Poland with this company. I went a couple of times. I also became their distributor and trainer. And um, I started my career as a permanent makeup back in Greece. So um, yeah, we're going like 13, 12 years ago. How, how many now? So here's a question. Is the um, process and procedures a lot different in Europe when it comes to permanent makeup as, than it is here in the States? Because it's kind of, I mean, there's always been permanent makeup in the States, but not anything like it is now. Okay, so... Artist-wise and techniques-wise, I think Russians are the best. Standards and products, U.S. are having better standards. They have better quality products. So I feel like so thankful because I can kind of combine both. 
coming with a Russian background and being able to speak Russian language, attending different conferences and uh, learning, you know, like the newest trends, but uh, what's happening there and in Europe. And also implementing the standards, the high quality, the products of, you know, you know, like United States that everyone try to bring the products to Russia from from uh, U.S. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think like I have a good combination, both both words. Are the regulations here in the U.S. a pain in the ass as a as a female? Well, just as an entrepreneur in this industry, um, does it. Is, is it a pain in your butt to deal with or? No, actually it's very, in, it's, it's very interesting because in order to do in California, because every state has different regulations in order to do permanent makeup in California, you just need to take online blood bone pathogen test, you know, and then submit some paperwork to the health department and pretty much that's it compared to like, uh, Las, Las Vegas requires six months apprentices, apprenticeship, you know, like some other states, they have a little bit more um, difficult regulation, but you cannot uh, do lashes, you know, you need a cosmetology or a statistician license, but you can do permanent makeup, which is a much more serious procedure, and you know, they don't require, you know, so like license. That lawless Las Vegas where you can pretty much do anything except maybe take a left on the strip, Um, that they have more stringent rules than the state of California. I, that, I I don't know. I just find that fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting. In general, you know, like every state has their own thing going on. And it's funny because California is usually like, just from a financial, because we're both in the financial, California usually tends to be, crazy strict as is new york texas or kind of some other ones so it's interesting that uh, vegas is is the one that's more challenging so as if you know starting in this industry wasn't enough you decided let's throw in another line uh which we enter in the dark case which can you tell us a little bit about this wonderful like every woman needs it item okay so in general I've always been drawn into bringing new innovative products. So like even uh, back in Greece, I was a distributor of certain brands, you know, like, and then I start to develop my own products in permanent makeup. And um, the, even like, you know, a product that you use for aftercare to clean the area, the treated area after uh, permanent makeup, you know, I always been doing like gold and beautiful, the packaging and everything. So I, I'm Leo. I like everything gold and like sparkly and shiny and, uh, you know, like beautiful aesthetically. So in general, I'm so thankful for the dark case because it's really represent my aesthetic, you know, like the product product line, you know, the packaging. Um, and of course, also like the, the way how, what they do for you. Like I, I personally use them every day and I really enjoy it. So I, I try to combine in luxury and also um, how to say, you know, like making them useful yeah it's functional it's a functional, functional yes. luxury product it's really pretty it's amazing yeah. so i remember growing up like we had the caboodle 
right? We had that plastic little thing that we would just kind of throw all of it in there. And now we've got, you know, an you elevated mean, case. Like a, you mean the thing that looked like an art case where you- well, Or like, like a, a tackle box <laughs> for fishing. <laughs> yes, yes. Samsonite, you know, they have these plastic uh, boxes. Yeah. But the other thing too is like, even as a grown woman, like a lot of us have, like, I have a nice setup at home where I've got everything on display, but when I travel, man, it's like everything goes into your little, you know, take and go case and something always spills, something always gets broken. Um, so this is a different and a way to kind of avoid that, all that. So the idea actually uh, was born not for travel. So this case was first initially kind of like the idea came to me when I was pregnant and I couldn't like it was too heavy for me to stand in front of the mirror you know so I had my dining table as my station so I had this LED mirror that they just came out back then you know like um, I had one LED mirror and then I had my makeup all over the place and you cannot leave it Every time, you know, after I'm dying, I, I need to put it aside. You know, you don't want to leave everything on the dining table. So I was like, I wish there were like a box where you can keep your makeup and you have this LED uh, light that you can like everything keep together. So actually, that's how the idea was born. And then I obviously went extra and try to make it even extra innovative so uh, we added uh, a room for jewelry inside the case so our case is the first case that carry both and jewelry and makeup there are like many different makeup cases and there are beautiful cases for jewelry but nothing is that combine both together plus we have the led mirror so it's a very unique product it took over five years. Yeah, that was my next question is I always loved an idea, but then how long did it take to get that idea out to market? Yes, it, it, we went through a lot of hardship and, um, you know, like we perfected it to make every detail. That's why it took also so long because we were going back and forth with manufacturing and then COVID happened and everything delayed also because we were actually ready pretty much before COVID. And then like it got us two more years like in delay with that. But we perfected like every detail. We tested it and it's good because we had enough time to actually test and me personally travel and try it and like adjust things and do our all. It's all the moldings. Everything is designed by me. Like every button in it uh, all the everything so when you have the product do you have to do you buy like make and and here's always a good question I can't even speak because I've tried to articulate my words but once you decide you're going to manufacture product do you like buy a bunch of them keep them on stock or is it more of like you drop ship as you need like how do you how do you do that oh, for yeah. someone that was Every interested? every product has minimum order required you know like for um, because we care also skincare tools, beautiful, elegant, unique uh, skincare products, uh, that not products, tools that you use for your like cleansing brush and gua sha and ultrasonic spatula. So they have like a, each uh, product has minimum order requirement. 
for cases because it's very expensive production. You know, like we have a certain like quantity order minimum because also for them to produce it, the the bigger production, the lower the cost. But because it's expensive product, you know, like you can all go too big production. So every every product and every manufacturer have different uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, like negotiate and find the way that works for you better. And then when you launch this product, where are you, where are you targeting your customers? Like, you know, there's always the online uh, part, which, which of course became invaluable during COVID. Um, I, I was never a big online shopper until COVID. Now I am too lazy to go to a store. I cannot be bothered. Um, <laughs> but where, where, uh, where where are you reaching out to customers besides online social media? Um, are you are you in retail stores or how's that working? So we've been trying the past you know couple of years. Like actually, like we launched like last year around this time, we just launched the case. So the past year, we've been trying really to get into the department stores. And we didn't have luck yet, just because the product is very expensive. And they don't want, you know, like, because there is not as much brand brand awareness yet, you know, like they don't want to place it um, such expensive product because then also if some damage occurs or something happened, you know, like it's also like for the, uh, for them a loss. Um, But we, we open quite a few doors in Dubai. That's where I've been focusing a lot this past year, year. We, have our um we partner with the um luxury um, uh, wedding and um evening dresses brands so we put our uh vitrine in their location and in a very nice road you know so people can find it there and then uh, online sales yeah online mainly for the skincare tools we we are in quite a few spas actually we are uh, we place our products in Buljalara, which is the the most uh, kind of famous uh, hotel in Dubai. You know, the seven stars, the only seven stars hotel in the Dubai. So we we have our skincare tools in different spas and salons and uh, hotels. But for case, it's a little bit more tricky. It's um, it, because it's expensive. That's that's where we're running into issue. But for me, production is also very expensive. It doesn't make sense for me to to drop the price because it's it's so much well done. There's so much attention to detail to it, and it's worth it. It just mm-hmm. for you know for limited women who who can afford it. No, it's well, definitely a, a beautiful. It's 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 an exquisite item, yeah. if you will. So here's a great question. I always love to talk shop with fellow business women what's been the hardest part of this journey was it coming and adopting you know not just american culture but going from belarus to greece i mean all these different types of cultures and learning how to identify in all these different environments was that the hardest part or you know just the product development like where were you, where have you found your roadblocks to be so in general i believe I was in US in my previous life. So for me uh, to adapt here, it wasn't a problem. I really quickly adapted and uh, because microblading was just starting and 
people still didn't knew was that it was so easy for us to market it and promote it. And then I was invited to different um, um, conferences as a speaker. So like I brought more awareness to this technique and I just had people coming by themselves. I didn't have to do any marketing. It was like, you know, in a perfect time, a perfect moment was a perfect technique, you know, like it was like, like meant to be. Uh, so no, with permanent makeup, it wasn't so hard, uh, with dark case, because we put a lot of time, energy, travel back and forth with manufacturers uh, abroad, you know, like, uh, waiting so many years, investing in production. And then it's not enough to bring product to life, you know, like you have the idea and you think like everybody will love it and everybody will want to buy it you know so you bring this idea to life despite all the hardship you find on the way but when uh, the most important thing is to sell it so to market it to I find myself creative with branding you know like I do a lot of like packaging and branding myself you know but with marketing, I'm not as I'm lacking more skills, even though around, on the road, I had to learn some marketing too, you know, but I feel like it would be great to have someone like even with stronger marketing, like I'm passionate about the brand, you know. So that's where I personally have been running into issue is with like selling and market the product. But like knowing that you time, you know. Yeah. And like knowing that we, where we're strong and where we're weak, I think is the, like, when you become like the boss is when you realize like, you've got to bring in those other people that can help you because there are people that like really enjoy that space uh, and they're good at it. And so it's like, stick with what you're good at. And I think putting other people in the place to succeed is great. Yeah. Um, And we, we jumped and we brought so many different people on the board, you know, like, and to do the retail outreach and to do the strategy and to do this and to do that, you know, and honestly, I haven't seen the, the results that I delivered, I delivered myself mm -hmm. and I started to only, uh, rely on myself and be because in the beginning you feel like okay i'm gonna bring this new person then he will do this or she will do that and you know expecting from other people so i learned actually to rely on myself and to do most of the things myself <laughs> and of course you know with some tweaking here and there you know like and me as a engine of this all machine giving the energy and um direction to the people you know like you can make it work because yeah, i think that uh i think we all get caught up in the um i'm just going to do it myself because i can do it i know i know what needs to be done and i know how it needs to be done so i'll just dig in and do it and as as the boss especially when it's your name on it um it's really difficult to let go and empower others to do it um, I, I think we all struggle with that to some degree. And in general, I don't know if you noticed after COVID, it's been so hard to find people to work yeah. and like everyone is in a different like mood and like to build this team, you know, it's, it's been 
it's been hard there. I don't care what industry you're in, whether it's, you know, finance, insurance, beauty, construction, everybody, every business owner we talk to, it's, it's, it is incredibly challenging. And I don't know if it's just the way that now people approach life a little differently, um, or if it's just that people are, have a different mindset when it comes to work now, like, yeah, it's a whole different animal and it is incredibly hard. It's like, it's like people are having trouble getting fully re-engaged. And I don't know, I, I don't, I, it's like we got disengaged without even realizing we were right. And now <laughs> it's like, okay, we need to, we need to get out there and hit it. Like we need to, and, and finding the people that are fully ready to be out there and engaged and, and do the work. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yes. It's, it's been, it's been challenging. So I just do myself a lot of things, you know, like, yeah, I learned to do a lot of things by myself. I still have, of course, team and I'm very thankful for their help, but it's still don't rely on anyone. But I also think as a boss too, not to interrupt you, Stace, you got to know how to do everything. And I think that's what makes a successful leader, a successful person, because you're not too good to do anything, but you're also, you know, okay to bring in other people to help when it makes sense. But knowing how to do everything and mastering things is, I think, part of a leadership quality that a lot of leaders don't necessarily always have. So it's not a negative thing at all that you're able to rely on yourself because no, I I do. <laughs> I'm I'm actually very thankful for all these hardships because they I learned so much and about business and about myself also it made me you know like even stronger and like keep keeping this trust and believe you know like and like still like even like through hard times you know like you still still need to keep going you don't give up you you push hard you know like and and developing this like trust and like this relationship with universe because you cannot just do it by yourself obviously you are guided <laughs> from your skills and your abilities, obviously, big success in Greece. You drop yourself in the U.S., create a big success here. You're in other countries. You're seating in Dubai and elsewhere. I mean, clearly, you've got you've got the right stuff for sure. Okay, so you were on the forefront of permanent makeup. You were on the forefront of microblading. Early adopter of these things. What's next for you? Where do you where do you take your company next? What's what's on the horizon? I want to focus on dark case the next decade. I want to really make this brand uh, big. I want to bring awareness, and it's taking time. And I understand we want a result, and that's what we've been focusing with my husband. You know, like we want like not focusing, but we. We wanted to see results, but in order to build a brand, it needs time, you know, and you, you just cannot like have like overnight brand, you know, and I'm, I'm inspired by big brands like Bulgari and the Chanel, and they have like a history of hundreds of years, you know, uh, so I'm going to build, you know, this brand. We have a couple of new products also, like accessories coming. I feel like it's going to be big, big uh, thing, you know, in um, uh, in beauty, luxury beauty accessories industry. 
So we, we I'm going to focus there uh, on dark case a lot. And then actually my dream, my big like mission, I would say, it's to open schools later, like in my 50s, probably like in 10 years, I want to like focus on opening like schools with a new new way, um, new approach, like a different mentality for schooling and online and offline. I love this. So tell our listeners where they can find you. What are the best uh, links where we can send people? So uh, my personal Instagram, it's Daria underscore. Is it underscore? Yeah. 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 Daria Chupris. Daria underscore Chupris. It's my personal Instagram account. And then uh, Dark Case Official. It's uh, our business. Uh, also golden bros permanent makeup i'm still doing permanent makeup me and my husband we're still offering techniques and uh, we always love and have passion for that to make other women more beautiful and make them their day better um, so you can find golden bros also instagram well what a great way to start our week daria we can't say thank you enough for sharing your story a woman who is international success out there doing the work, inventing and creating new products to help make women's lives just a little bit better. We hope everybody loved our story this week and it goes out there and is inspired.